Hello, friend. Welcome back to the Grind and Be Grateful podcast. Today, we are breaking down how the Instagram algorithm works, and I am giving you five easy and proven engagement hacks. I think the important thing to preface this conversation with is we need to shift our mindset around the algorithm as something that is like evil and out to get you and always just like complaining about how the algorithm is killing your engagement or limiting how many people can see you or anything like that. And I think we need to reframe our beliefs a little bit. So we're going to start with that. And then we're going to go into what exactly the algorithm is, the rules that it follows so that we can then, you know, play by the rules and win. And then I will share five proven engagement hacks that you can implement literally immediately. They're all easy. They're all simple and super, super actionable, no matter what level you're at, at content creation and Instagram strategy. You ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Grind and Be Grateful podcast. I'm your host, Marie Wold, business mentor, social media and sales expert, and lifestyle entrepreneur committed to educating and empowering women to build the lives and businesses of their dreams. Each week, my guests and I are proving that with hard work and the right mindset, absolutely anything is possible. We are here to bring you not just inspiration, but also actionable takeaways that you can use to create a life you love right now. We are also talking all things entrepreneurship and personal development, including wellness, social media, confidence, sales, business strategy, mindset, wealth building, and so much more. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's jump into today's episode. Before we continue, I have to let you know that this episode is sponsored by Online Coach Empire Mastermind, which is my six-month transformative high-touch group program for established online coaches who are craving new levels of impact, income, and ease in their businesses. So if you have an established online coaching business and you are ready to scale it into a six-figure empire this is for you. I will put the link to the application in the episode description, but just know that I created this program because it's exactly what I wish would have existed a few years ago. Once upon a time, I was feeling very overwhelmed and burned out from doing all the things in my business, yet I still desired more. I wanted more impact, more income, more freedom. I knew what I wanted, but I honestly had no idea how to make it happen without just working 24-7 because honestly, I felt like I was already putting in work just maintain and I had no idea how I could keep growing my business without cloning myself. So I faced my fears. I invested in my very first mastermind and the game was changed. I discovered the power of combining community and mentorship and never looked back. At this point, I've invested over $125,000 into masterminds alone and they have been the leverage point that has allowed me to double my business year over year for 
several years running. And now I've taken the very best aspects of each mastermind I've experienced and created the ultimate group coaching container for ambitious online coaches who are craving the next level. We have the high level strategy. We have the close knit community. We have the industry leading guest experts. We have plenty of coaching access. We have everything you need to scale. It is all here for the taking. So click the link in the episode description to apply or go to bit.ly slash online coach empire to see what this program is all about. I would love to see you inside if you're an established online coach. This is going to be the perfect next step if you are an established online coach who is ready to scale your business into that six-figure empire, and I cannot wait to see who fills our remaining spots. Now, let's get back to the episode. All right. So like I said, we need to start this episode with a little bit of a level set about the algorithm and how we are thinking about it. Every single day, I see people on social media complaining about how the algorithm is out to get them or the algorithm has sucked so much or just overall giving the algorithm so much power, so much space in their brain. And here is the truth. The algorithm is not out to get you. And in fact, it serves a great purpose. It just doesn't care about you more than anybody else. And if you want to win, you've got to know the rules of the game. The other thing to keep in mind is, especially for those of us that use Instagram as a platform to grow our businesses and reach new people and serve our audience, we're using a free platform. I have made over a million dollars using this free platform, and I have really no right to complain about what they do with their algorithm or who they serve my content to because at the end of the day, I'm not paying for what they are giving me. They're giving me an incredible opportunity. So we need to kind of reframe how we're thinking about the algorithm. It's not out to get us. We're not entitled to getting in front of anybody. and we can only worry about what we can control, right? Like let's control the controllables. We cannot worry about the algorithm. We cannot control the algorithm. We cannot control what little tweaks are getting tested. We cannot control what new features are released. We can control our knowledge, our strategy, our mindset, and our implementation. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to get into problem solving mode instead of victim mode. And I want to just drop some knowledge on you so that you know, when you know the rules, you can play by the rules and win the game, right? And then we'll follow up with some engagement hacks. So just to make sure we're all on the same page, first, I want to just explain what even is the algorithm. I think it's frequently thrown around as if it's like this mysterious higher power, almost like the Wizard of Oz. Like there's this dude behind the curtain, like out to get everyone and just like, like pulling strings for everyone on the app. And that's not quite it. The algorithm is simply like code, like computer code that determines what content to serve people based on what it thinks they like the most. And really the ultimate goal of the algorithm is to keep people on the app as long as possible. That's also why Instagram keeps rolling out other features to compete with other up and coming social media apps. Like when Snapchat started getting really, really big and a competitor, they rolled out stories. When TikTok started getting really, really big, they rolled out reels. When Clubhouse started growing some traction, gaining some traction, they created Instagram live rooms. So 
they really want to keep people on the app as long as possible. And the reason for that is because the longer you're on the app, the more ads that they can serve you and the more money they can make from advertisers. So that's how Instagram makes money. They don't charge the users. They make money from advertisers. So they want to keep you on the app as long as possible by keeping you entertained, by giving you value, by giving you more of what you are interested in. So the algorithm literally just exists to figure out what content it should serve people based on what the algorithm thinks you'll like the most and stay on the app for. And the algorithm, even though we call it just the algorithm, it's always changing. It's always being tested, tweaked, updated. It is an ever-changing thing. So even keep in mind, like if you're listening to this episode six months or a year down the road, the rules of the game could have changed by then. They could have changed. And that's also why having access to something like Content Boss is really, really helpful because I update the course as the algorithm changes or as new features roll out. So the rules could be different if you're listening to this a long time from now. But We want to know the rules so that we can play by the rules and win versus just complaining, oh, the algorithm hates me and there's nothing I can do about it. There actually is quite a bit that you can do about it. Even if you have the perfect strategies, they might not always work, again, because the algorithm is always changing and tweaking, but you are massively increasing your odds of having success on Instagram. And when I say it's always being tested, tweaked, and updated, Sometimes that is like a massive rollout. Every user gets an algorithm update. For example, when it changed everyone to an algorithm newsfeed versus chronological order, that was like everyone. That feels like a vintage (laughs) algorithm thing. Like that feels like so long ago. But they're constantly testing different iterations of the algorithm on even like 1% of users. And I've heard that confirmed from Instagram employees themselves. Like they're constantly testing and tweaking things. So it's important to a little bit release so much pressure and so much so much expectation to have every post be amazing, have every single week like better than the last. That's not always going to happen. Your progress is not going to be linear. And part of that is due to the algorithm constantly in a state of flux. But again, we're going to control the controllables. So let's break down the five rules of the algorithm and basically how it works, how it determines what content to serve people based on what they think they're going to like most. So rule number one is simply interest. How interesting do people find your content? How much are people stopping their scroll? How much are people actually staying around to watch your Instagram stories, watching their reels? How much are they engaging with you? Basically, how much value are people placing on your content, whether that is literally like liking, commenting, saving, sharing, or sending it to, I already said sharing, or um, (laughs) seeking it out is what I meant to say. If they are typing in your name and looking up your new content or if they are like binging your reels or anything like that, the more people interact and spend time with your content, their Instagram automatically assumes that they are more interested in seeing more of it, right? Their behavior shows that they like your content and if the algorithm served them more of it, they would stay on the app. So rule number one is simply interest. How interesting do people find your content? And again, what I said at the beginning, you need to have content that is going to stop people's scroll. There's endless amounts of stuff 
that they could consume on the app. So your content needs to somehow stand out, grab their attention and get them out of just the endless scroll so that they are taking a moment, like a hot minute to consume whatever you have created. And that's also why it's important to not just post just to hit a goal of X number of posts a week or just get a picture up to get a picture up. Everything either improves your position in the algorithm or detracts from your position in the algorithm. And it's important that you post stuff that your ideal follower is going to find interesting. Okay. So it is partially engagement and it's also time spent watching your stories. It's time spent binging on your other content. It all plays into the algorithm. Rule number two is relationship. And this is essentially what is the connection between you and this specific audience member? Because Instagram will prioritize people who they've identified as friends and family in your newsfeed, in your story feed, and they will push forward the content of people who they have identified as friends and family or someone who you are at least close to because, and and this Instagram literally announced this, they said they wanted you to see more of the people that you care about and less of the stuff that you don't. So if they think that someone's a friend or family member, then your content will be prioritized in your feed. Now, how exactly do they do that? A few different ways. I would imagine they haven't said this, but I would imagine that it could be being tagged in photos together could be part of it. But mostly people who DM you regularly will likely be put in the friends and family category. People that you frequently stay in touch with, people who you are commenting on their stuff, they're commenting on your stuff, you're watching each other's stuff. Basically, basically you have mutual engagement and frequent or regular conversations. They will probably be put in the friends and family category. So that would explain why if you are talking to someone or you react to their story, why their content will show up in your feed the next day or even in the next hour. When Instagram identifies that you have a meaningful relationship with this person, they will show you more of their content. Makes sense, right? So long story short, like a just a bonus hack for this is if you want someone to see your content, message them and talk to them and engage with their content, right? So that's rule number two, relationship. Rule one was interest. Rule two is relationship. Rule three is timeliness. And that's basically how recent is this content? How relevant is it to the audience? Now, we've talked about on this show how reels have the longest time span and timeliness doesn't seem to matter as much. But stories, this definitely matters. Instagram lives, obviously, this matters because they are live and static posts in your feed, whether that's photo, carousel, video, whatever, definitely timeliness matters. I would say the life cycle of like a feed post is probably only 24 hours, maybe 36 hours. So it's important to post when your audience is most active so that your content immediately gets some good traction, some good engagement, and you can actually check your insights to see when your audience is most active. Keep in mind that when you're checking your insights on like right in the Instagram app, they are reported in Pacific time. So you have to convert whatever time they're telling you into your local time zone. But generally, a study of 12 million Instagram posts found that typically nine 
to 11 a.m. Eastern is optimal on average, and that's across like the whole app. So it could be different for you, but it seems like generally morning is best for engagement. Anecdotally, I found that to be true as well, but I think the easiest way to decide when to post is simply checking your own insights because your audience is going to be different. If your ideal follower is a teacher, for example, they're probably not going to be on Instagram so much during the workday and the ideal time to post be before or after school. Or if your ideal follower is an entrepreneur like mine, maybe it doesn't matter so much because my ideal follower is checking Instagram probably throughout the day right? So it's important to take that into context. Um, And another little bonus tip here is don't necessarily post like in the middle or towards the end of the most active window. So let's say your insights say, I think it gives you like maybe a two hour window or three hour window. Let's say between nine and 11 a.m. is your most active window. Don't post at 1030 a.m. Post either right before that window or at the very beginning of that window so that the most people can see your posts, engage with it, and help it rank up in the algorithm. So again, that's rule number three, timeliness. Rule number one was interest. Rule number two is relationship. Rule number three is timeliness, literally when it's posted and how many people can express interest in it right away. Rule number four is behavior. And this basically breaks down into frequency, following, and usage. And this is not as much about how to make your stuff show up for other people, but more so realizing why certain things show up for you. So this basically breaks down to the more frequently you check your feed, the more chronological posts will be, right? That makes sense because if you are only checking Instagram once a week, the algorithm is going to have to curate what are the things you're going to care most about from the entire last week. Versus if you check your newsfeed every hour on the hour, your posts that show up are most likely posts that have been made since the last time you checked Instagram, which was only an hour ago. So the more frequently people check their feed, the more chronological the posts will be. Next would be behavior. The more people you follow, the more people will be excluded from your feed, right? And this is basically why the algorithm even came into place and why we went away from chronological order. There was just simply too many people using the app, too high a volume of content being posted all the time for people to possibly keep up with chronological order. So the more people you follow, the higher volume of content is being cranked out from your like your pool of people you follow. And the more people need to be excluded so that you get the best of what has been posted and what the algorithm will think you will like the best. So obviously, if you follow 10,000 people, you're probably only going to see content from a, a small, small percentage of that versus if you only follow 50 people, you might see all of their content every day. Next part of behavior is literally how much time you spend on the app. Similar to the frequency thing, the more time you spend on the app, the more varied and extensive your feed is going to be because the more the algorithm has to like dig into all of its reserves, all of its options of what it can serve you. If you are spending five hours a day on Instagram, you're probably going to see a lot more people and a lot more different types of content versus if you check the app once a day for 10 minutes you are not going to get a huge variety. You are literally going to get like the top 
tiny little pinch of content that the algorithm is confident that you're going to be interested in. So that's more about, again, what types of content gets served to you and how the algorithm decides what to curate for you. But we can use this a little bit to figure out what types of content we should post as well, just when we're factoring in what types of people follow us and what their usage and behavior of the app is like. So again, those are the rules of the game. I think it's so important to know the rules so that you can play by them and win the game. But now let's translate those into some engagement hacks. Like how can we translate those rules into some action steps, which I gave you a few bonus ones already. You're welcome. But let's go into five specific hacks. Okay. Hack number one, always, always, always have a call to action in your posts. Ask for what you want because, first of all, we often just forget to do something or aren't motivated enough to do it unless we're reminded. I don't know about you, but usually my mom had to ask me to clean my room like 30 times before I actually did it. (laughs) But same thing applies for Instagram. You need to ask for what you want. If you want people to like your post, ask them. If you want people to comment, tell them what you want them to comment. If you want them to DM you tell them to DM you. Literally ask for what you want and ask for it clearly. And on that note, make it easy for people to do what you want. Make it easy for people to leave a comment by cutting out a lot of the extra like brain power that might be required. So for example, instead of asking them this like deep philosophical question of like, if it was your last day on earth, like how would you spend it? Right. Because they're like, I don't have time to think about that. I don't have time to tell you what I would do. You can ask them something really simple and something that they can give you a snap answer to of like, does pineapple belong on pizza? (laughs) Everyone seems to have a really strong opinion on that. Personally, I fully believe pineapple does belong on pizza, but that is a story for another time. And neither of those things are necessarily relevant to any of your content. But bottom line, whatever you're asking people to do, make it as easy as possible for them and make it require the minimum amount of brain power. So when you're asking for someone to comment something or DM you about something, make it super, super simple. Make it something that they're not going to have to sit and like ponder over for five minutes. You have to remember that when people are using Instagram, they're using it for like light, easy entertainment. They're not there to do a ton of like critical thinking or like deep thinking. They want to just have a good time and relax and like zone out a bit. So don't try to make people use a ton of brain power. And I promise your engagement will go up. Like a couple of fun examples would be saying like, tell me your weekend plans using only emojis or comment this emoji if you want my next post to be about this or comment this emoji if you want my next post to be about this or what is what is your dog's name and like what's their favorite snack or something related to your content of course could be relevant to let's say you're a fitness coach it could be like how many times a week do you go to the gym you know something that's like easy for them to answer, not taking a ton of critical thinking, and you will get way more results that way. And on that note, you want to be asking for engagement. Like you want to ask for engagement, make it easy to engage. And then when you get engagement, you will rank higher in the algorithm. So that's why this stuff is so important. You need to prioritize having people like, comment, share, and save your stuff. Now, 
it's been said that saves and shares are have more weight in the algorithm than likes and comments. I think that's fair. So don't forget that you can ask for those calls to action as well. Like save this for your next gym visit or save this for when XYZ or share this with someone to put a smile on their face or like post this in your story if you agree. All of those things are valid calls to action, but you should always, always, always have a call to action in your reels, in your Instagram posts, and occasionally in your stories, whether it's voting in a poll, DMing you something, anything like that, okay? So ask for engagement, make it easy to get engagement, and when people engage with you, know that you are being favored in the eyes of the algorithm. Hack number two reply. Always reply. (laughs) And that plays into rule number one of getting engagement. All comments on your content count. All comments on your reels count. All comments on your feed posts count. And why that's important is let's say you get 10 comments. If you reply to all of them, your content now has 20 comments instead of 10. So Reply to all of your comments. If it's a spammy bot or if it's like a creepy dude, you can totally delete and block it. I'm not saying that you need to like reward that sort of behavior, but generally any comment, even if it's not necessarily your ideal follower, do reply back to it because it will boost your engagement. It will help how the algorithm sees you. Another kind of bonus of always replying back is that it plays into the concept of social norming, which basically means if people see other people doing a certain action, they're more likely to do it themselves. It If they identify it to be super normal and expected for people to engage with you because, oh, they already have all these comments and look, they even the creator even took the time to reply back, that motivates people consciously or subconsciously to do the same, to fit into the social norm and get the reward of hearing back from you if they see that that's already the norm. So you want to both rack up your number of comments, but also play into the principle of social norming and make it an expected behavior for people to engage with your content. And actually my kind of bonus tip to layer on top of this is I recommend staying on the app for a few minutes after you hit publish on your post or after you hit post, because then you are getting, you're maximizing your engagement right away, which is really important. When a piece of content is first posted, that's really when it's being like tested to see how much people like it and how much it's going to be pushed out for the rest of the day in the next 24 hours. So stay on the app, reply to all of your comments right away. If possible, don't just post and like throw your phone across the room. Try to post when you can check back every couple minutes. And then of course you can chill. You don't need to live on Instagram, but just be intentional about when you post. Hack number three is to optimize your content for all types of engagement because different actions have different weights. And I just kind of touched on this, but saves are more powerful than likes. Shares are more powerful than likes. Comments are more powerful than likes. Basically, we want to mix up the calls to action that we're making and the types of content we are posting so that we aren't just posting for likes. We're also after the saves and the shares and the comments because that is going to be really, really important 
within the algorithm. So when I talk about savable content, I mean things like infographics, or if you're a fitness coach, like a workout video, for example, or a form video, or a recipe, things that people want to, they don't want to forget. They want to refer back to it later, and it feels like a valuable piece of information that they don't want to lose. So any content like that is great for sharing. Don't forget to ask people to save it. You can even, if it's like an infographic, you can have little save icon right on it or something like that. I frequently will have the the call to action in the first couple lines so that people don't need to read to the bottom to see it. So it will be like save for next time you're planning your content or if it's a fitness account, save for your next workout, something like that. And then shares, you can optimize your content for sharing by making it really relatable, inspirational, funny, anything that people want to like either send to a friend or put on their stories would be shareable. For me, my most shared posts are things that are like funny or inspiring or relatable like quote posts. So you want to make sure you always want to be thinking with your brain, not just Of course, you always want to be thinking with your brain, but within your brain, you want to be thinking about not just what will get me the most likes, but what will get me the most comments, what will get me the most saves, what will get me the most shares. And you can't necessarily do all those things in one post, but I'm saying mix up your engagement goals and optimize your content for different types of engagement. Next would be number four, engage back with people beyond just commenting back, seek out your own community. I think so many people get so fixated on getting new followers and more followers that they forget to engage with and appreciate the people that are already in their audience. Like seek out who's already there because again, we know that if Instagram thinks you have a good relationship with someone, they're going to see your content more. So reply to people's stories, comment on their posts, like build genuine relationships, put the social back in social media. It's one of my favorite things, like watch your guys' stories and like see how cute your dog is and like ask what your dinner recipe was because it looked delicious and things like that. Like seek out your community, build genuine relationships And as a plus, of course, it will help with the algorithm because Instagram will identify you as someone they want to see more of, right? So seek out your community, form those genuine connections, and the more you can get good engagement from your existing followers, the more likely you are to get put in front of new followers, okay? And then easy engagement hack number five is revive your content periodically. Remember that most content on Instagram has a really short life cycle, like a 24-hour life cycle, basically. So as much as possible, try to revive the content you've already made. You can, of course, repurpose or repost things that you've already made. I have definitely been known to repost something from six months ago or 12 months ago, and guess what? No one really ever says anything about it. And if they notice, they only notice because they're like a super fan and they love my content anyway. So don't be afraid to repurpose or repost some of your best stuff. Also, don't be afraid to repurpose a post into like a mini training on your stories or a reel or even an IGTV. Don't be afraid to like use some of your best stuff and give it new life in a different format. 
And then also you can extend the life cycle of a piece of content by resharing it and putting it back in front of people in the form of maybe like a weekly roundup or like a, hey, did you miss this? Or referring back to an educational post in like a Q&A session. So like, let's say you do a question box and someone asks you about something you've recently made a post about share that post again. Or I like to do either in my emails or in my stories, I like to highlight like the best performing content of the week and link it out for people. Or I'll do like a recap of here, all the things we talked about this week. I love doing a roundup. I love a good (laughs) recap or a good highlight reel. And that just extends the life cycle of content as well as, of course, your story highlights can extend the life cycle of content as well. So if you had a fire mini training on your Instagram stories, make it a highlight or even save your story and crop it into the mini training and make it an IGTV. Like you are putting really precious time and energy into creating this content. So extend the life cycle, really make the most of it, repurpose it, revisit it and get people to keep coming back to it over and over again as much as possible. If we had more time, I would also talk about how you could use things like your email list or Pinterest or ads even to help with this cause. But for now, let's just keep it easy. Let's keep it to the five easy engagement hacks. But just as a quick recap, they were number one, always have a call to action. Number two, always reply to your comments. Number three, optimize your content for all different types of engagement. Number four, engage back and seek out your community members. And number five, revive content by repurposing or extending the life cycle. I hope this was helpful. Again, this is just the tip, tip, tip of the iceberg when it comes to content creation and Instagram strategy. I hope you'll join us inside of Content Boss, which is extremely comprehensive, so, so actionable, and helps you really take the rules of the algorithm and leverage them in your favor. Remember, the Instagram algorithm isn't out to get you. It just doesn't care about you more than anyone else. So learn how to play the game, learn how to win the game, and you will have success. I believe in you. You're doing amazing. And I will see you next week. Until next time, grind and be grateful, my friend. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending some time with me today. I hope you loved this episode. And if you did, please take a moment to share it with someone or pop the screenshot up on your Instagram story and tag me. I especially love when you guys share a little on why you enjoyed the episode so that I can keep making more content that you want to hear. Last but not least, don't forget to hit subscribe and I will see you again next week. Until then, grind and be grateful, my friend.